Here's a really good and important question that comes in to us today from an anonymous husband. Dear Pastor John, I've been following your podcast religiously for the past six months. As a backsliding believer, it has played a significant role in bringing me back to God and to serving Him, albeit in much weakness and stumbling. I'm ever thankful. My marriage has suffered much due to my neglect of my wife in many ways over the past 22 years of marriage. Currently, it is teetering on the brink of collapse, and it has reached the point where it is completely at God's mercy. It is proving to be the biggest struggle in my rekindled, newfound faith and relationship with God. I wake up many mornings despairing that my marriage is beyond repair, and I struggle to rejoice in the new mercies that the new morning is bringing to me. My wife has given up on me, and I cannot blame her. My question is this. How is marriage like mine, which is so hard to pull off, a model of Christ's covenant love for his church? Can a hard marriage model Christ or only an easier one? Mm. Well, first, um, welcome back. Welcome home to to, to Jesus. Um, and I have prayed that even though it feels hopeless, it won't be hopeless. That's my prayer. Let me read the text that he's assuming, namely Ephesians 5, 22, following about marriage as the picture, the model of, of Christ and the church that he's concerned about. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its Savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives submit in everything to their husbands. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her, that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water and the word. And then just about five verses later, he he puts the twist on it. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife. The two shall become one flesh. That's a quote from Genesis 2. This mystery is profound, and I am saying it refers to Christ and the church. So married is designed is designed by God to be a parable or a drama or picture of the covenant love between Christ and the church, the bride of Christ. Now, I wonder if he really means to ask the question in just this way. He says, can a hard marriage model Christ or only easier ones? Well, the answer to that's easy. Yes. Whether marriage is easy or hard is not what undermines the testimony to the world about Christ and his church. There, there are plenty of stresses between Christ and the church. And it's all the church's fault, not Christ's. What communicates something false about Christ and his church is when a marriage covenant is treated as broken because the covenant between Christ and his church is never broken. Hard, hard marriages that persevere in faithfulness year in and year out against all odds tell a great truth about Christ and his church. The blood-bought new covenant will never be broken, ever. That's what's different. That's what's new about the new covenant over the old covenant. He secures its permanence by his blood. And that newness 
is why Jesus raised the standards of faithfulness in marriage above the standards of the Old Testament law. I'd go a step further. If a faithful believer sees his marriage unraveling, he or she can tell the truth about Christ and the church by keeping the covenant, even if the other partner doesn't. That is what's new and radical in the ideal that Jesus has lifted up to model the new covenant. And then I would add another crucial reminder. Marriage is only one of the ways, many ways, that the truth of Christ is shown in the world. A believer whose marriage is destroyed and no longer presents a parable of covenant love, that believer can show the worth of Christ in dozens of other ways that God has appointed. And one of those ways is how he or she treats people in that horrific process of dissolution. Christ's all-satisfying worth is displayed when we find him sufficient to meet every need so that we have grace to return good for evil to our estranged spouse or children or parents or whoever has made life so hard. It is possible to have failed to glorify Christ in one area. It's possible to have failed to glorify Christ in one area, and yet in the very ruins of that failure to glorify Christ in different ways. In fact, we're all in that situation, aren't we? Don't all of us bear the scars of some past failure that we wish we wish we could undo? We can't. And yet, this is the very life with all of its scars, all of its ruins, that Christ intends to redeem and in which he intends to be glorified. The Apostle Paul had been a murderer of Christians and therefore lived all his life with the painful consciousness that he was the chief of sinners. You can hear it in his old age. It still gets him. That was the life God redeemed and in which, not just after which, in which, that painful ruins, in which Paul would glorify him all his remaining days. So my answer is that a hard marriage can indeed display the covenant-keeping love of Christ. And not only that, a faithful covenant-keeping spouse after a failed marriage can display the truth of that covenant and if it looks like there has been complete failure in regard to marriage, God can yet so transform you that in the ruins of it, he gets glory. Amen. There's great power in covenant promises unbroken. Thank you, Pastor John. And thank you for this humble and self-disclosing question. You send in some really good and important questions, and uh, we cannot thank you enough for what I see every week and what we open up in the inbox and uh, if you have a question that you just can't quite figure out or some issue that seems to be plaguing you and undermining your faith, please email us at askpastorjohn at desiringgod.org. We've now answered over a thousand of your questions. A thousand. It's amazing. 
So before you send us a question, uh, see if we've already answered it. I'd say about a third, over a third of our questions that come in now have already been addressed in the past. And you can find our episode archive uh, through our online home at desiringgod.org forward slash John. I'm your host, Tony Ranke. Thanks for listening to the Ask Pastor John podcast. We'll see you back here on Wednesday.